All right, we are back. It's a 2TV Sports. It's the Tosh and Jerry podcast. Back again today. Stephen Curry set the all-time NBA three-point record. Our Oregon Ducks have a new coach, and we're going to talk about the NFL as well. I got Jerry here, as always, to break it down. Jerry, it's good to talk to you today. Dude, what's up, man? I'm, I'm happy to be here once again this week, fired up. Yeah, COVID's kind of putting a damper. COVID's back, it seems, this week across all major sports. I know we were talking about that pre-show a little bit. So, you know, it's pretty unfortunate. It looks like they're still going to play. We're recording this before Chiefs Chargers, the big AFC West showdown. Um, but, I mean, they're going to power through it. The NFL clearly, like, wants to get these games in, not going to delay it. Uh, you know, protocols, new protocols coming out, breaking news left and right. You know, going to keep updated as much as we can here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, things keep rolling on. So, you know, yeah, we're here to break it down. Absolutely. Absolute craziness. Every time I go on Twitter, there's literally a new person who has COVID. Like, you know, like here, uh, Grant Delpit tested positive for COVID. Not going to Breaking news. So yep. I guess be careful with those lines, folks, because you never know who's going to get COVID. Uh, I know we have our picks already. So pray that none of our, our quarterbacks and those picks get hurt. Uh, or I mean, get COVID. But you'll have to you'll have to stay tuned for those picks later. We're we're rolling along with those picks, though, Jerry. 32 for 56 this year. Come on, ride the We're making way. you guys money. I mean, it's honestly, I mean, if you're not following us, I don't know what you're doing. We're giving out these picks. Yeah, obviously, you're not going to go 100% of the way. But if you're over half, you're making good money on these upsets and locks. Tosh, I know I'm on fire. Nine weeks in a row. Stay tuned. I got a dicey one this week. A very dicey team is my lock of the week. Okay, Jerry, each week we're giving a lock and an upset. An upset plus odds on this. Plus odds. And I've hit two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've hit eight of my 14 upsets. You're nine in a row on locks. I mean, overall, 32 for 56. Like, you've got to start listening to our picks. Like, it, <laughs> I, you would be up if, you're, if you get it every week. So, I mean, all I got to say is ride the wave. Check out our Instagram for our picks every week. And stay tuned later in this pod. We'll get to those. Uh, Jerry, first, I think I want to talk to you a little bit about the Oregon Ducks head coaching hire. Dan Lane. Okay, Dan listen, is, you're in the Dan Ducks hoodie. Yeah, we got, we got Dan the man. You're in the Ducks hoodie. Fired up about that. So, I mean, we texted about this a little bit. And I told you that I don't know whether I like the hire or not because I really just don't know that much about him. I know he's the Georgia defense coordinator. But, I mean, they're loaded with talent across the board. Um, like, do I like the hire? Yeah. If I'm leaning one way or not, I mean, there's no reason not to like it. Um, I mean, I'm going to defer to you on this one. I think he's going to be a better in-game decision maker than Mario Cristobal. Cause as we know, the most memorable moments are when Cristobal would do the exact wrong thing with either timeouts or clock management or, you know, whether to punt or go for it. That being said, I'll turn it over to you to talk more, a little bit more about him. Yeah. Dan Lanning. So he's only 35. That's really young for a college head coach. Um, coach under Saban at Bama was a GA. Uh, he went to Memphis. Uh, coach under Mike Norvell, who's now coaching at Florida State. Uh, He's still, he hasn't been fired yet? FSU's terrible. Well, Jerry, they, they've actually gotten a little bit better under Mike Norvell, and they, they're, they're, they're apparently supposed Ooh. to be – Supposed to be training in the right way, um, but I, Mike Norvell apparently is a good. It's supposed to be a good coach. Um, 
he made Memphis good. So he got junior him, and then late, most recently, under the best defensive coach in college football, maybe other than Nick Saban, is uh, Kirby Smart in Georgia. So he's learned from that defense. He's re- recruited in the South. That's a huge thing. I feel like you got you know in Eugene, it's hard to get those guys in the South unless you have ties down there. So yep, he's recruited down there. Uh, he's rec- recruited a lot of those great Georgia linebackers. Um, and I think he's going to be a very intense, fiery guy that's going to kind of be Mario Cristobal 2.0. Um, you know, listen, of- if he gets the recruits that Cristobal gets, but is better at in game decision making, I like us going nine and three or a little yeah. bit better potentially every year. And I think that it's not just the in game decision making, I think it's more about the schematics on both sides of the ball. Like, I think this guy's defense is going to be flying around. Like, I think he's going to – he just got one of the Baylor guys uh, to be his co-defensive coordinator who was working under Dave Aranda. Um, so, I think that side of the ball is going to be great. And I think it comes down to the offense. And we saw with Chris the ball how he was always trying to micromanage the offense, two runs in a pass every time. Uh, you know, and I think this dude is going to let his offensive coordinator flourish in his offense and he's not going to screw around. Good. And, and I mean, that's what we need. I mean, it really like, is. Like, I don't think we're going to have these games like against, you know, like Arizona where it's a one score game in the fourth quarter. You know, I think this is his chance. He, he finally got his chance. He's 35. He didn't, he, he's turned down other jobs. He wanted to come to Oregon and he's not going to mess around. He's going to come out and dominate some of these bad teams. Now, are we going to be as good uh, against some of these good teams because like I don't know it's just gonna depend if he can get those types of dudes that Cristobal got because uh you need you need the Jimmys and the Joes. Yeah, it's true to do the X's and the O's you said it. Um yeah I mean it's gonna be tough to keep up the recruiting pace that Cristobal was on but hopefully he does continue that pipeline. I do wanna switch gears now to the NFL after this college talk. We do have a big big matchup tonight, eight o'clock Eastern five Pacific Patrick Mahomes, your boy, you're not boy, and uh, prime time against Justin Herbie, definitely your guy. Um, the Chiefs, dude, they, I mean, their offense hasn't been clicking as much. They put the whooping on the Raiders last week, uh, although I don't know how good the Raiders really are after all that they've had going on. Um, I mean, it's a big game. It's it's kind of Herbie's, like, prove-it game. The Chargers have not looked great. They looked good in the first half against the Bengals and then started to blow that before they pulled away late. Um you know, I can tell you who I like, but, uh, you know, it's a big game for both teams. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, definitely not my guy. Um, <laughs> first of all, uh, but yeah, like this is a, this is a huge, this is the biggest game of charting since, uh, since I can remember since they played the, the Pats Chargers. up in Foxborough and got blown out 35 to nine or 35 to 14, whatever it was. Yeah, But this game might even be bigger than that. Like this, this is a <laughs> legitimate chance for the Chargers to come out and prove that they are the team in the AFC East. Like, they already beat the Chiefs once. They're a game back. If they beat the Chiefs, they take first place. Like, they're right there. And I'm telling you right now, it's not going to happen. Mahomes, prime time, short week, Chiefs all day, lock that in. Not my lock of the week, but definitely lock that in. Uh, I mean, Mahomes shines bright when the lights, when the lights are brightest, or he shines – whatever the saying is, he's going to put on an absolute show tonight. This is like, this reminds me of that Monday night football game when the Texans 
were coming into Fox were like, this is a, they, they were only had two or three losses and they were like, this is our time to prove it. You know, this is the, where we really established ourselves and like they got blown out and they were never the same. And it was all downhill from there. The chargers are not ready for this moment. They have no home crowd. I mean, Herbie's obviously legitimate. He's the guy. I don't think he's going to crumble under the stage at all, but I think the chiefs are just going to be too much tonight. So I, I, I agree with the chiefs pick. I, I think the chiefs will win this game. Uh, I really like the way their defense is playing. Now, if they're playing the Raiders, I like the way that their offense is playing. But other than the Raiders, their <laughs> offense yeah. hasn't done much. Yeah. I kind of like the under in this game. I mean, it it it's 54. We're at 54. And a, yep. That's insane. It started at 49. So, I mean, it's People gone People are up. betting the over heavy. I, I mean, yeah, I hope it so isn't a I, track. It's going to be a track meet. I see. I don't think so because I don't think that the Chargers' offense is. I mean, it's not. It's good, but I don't think it's. But you got elite, F, elite. You got Keenan. You have Mike Williams, and you have Herbie. Yeah, but, what more could you need? But but the Chiefs' defense has been playing great, and I think the Chargers. I think Herbert's going to struggle a little bit, and I think that, uh, like they scored thirteen points against Denver. They scored twenty points against Minnesota. Like twenty four against the Pats. Six against Baltimore. Like they can struggle against 17 against Dallas. They can struggle against some of these good defenses. I'm predicting Kansas City like 24-ish, Chargers like 17 or something. I think this game goes under. I think she's win. I think the Chargers, I think the Chargers get over 20 tonight. I I think I think this is just a great like I was texting one of my buddies. I was like, like, you know, I work until meetings until 6 30. So like yeah. Normally, I don't watch that much of Thursday night football. It starts at it starts at five thirty out here. So normally, for those like, who are, like, are new or unaware, Tosh is on the West Coast. He's so yeah. His, so his I mean, games. Norm, normally Thursday night football, it's like I'll finish work, like I'll turn it on, and and most of the time I I'm, I'm not really caring that much about the game to be honest. Like tonight, well, usually they're like, terrible. I mean, last week it was Vikes Steelers. Like who real? I mean, yeah, they're exactly. both middling teams. So I'm down to have a legitimate game tonight that I can get that, you know, I'll be streaming the, it during my meeting. I'll be actually paying attention. Yep. Yep. The, uh, the thing about the Thursday games, it's like, even when you have good teams, the quality of the product is so much worse on the short weeks. Human bodies are not meant to play a game on Sunday and then turn it around and play again on Thursday. I know, you know, we get our, we love our football fix Thursday, uh, for, uh, Sunday and Monday. And now, now we're getting some Saturday games, which we're definitely going to get to, um, uh, I mean, these Thursday games are brutal. You can't push it back till Friday night. Like, you know, I mean. Friday nights for high school football, Gary. Uh, well, let's change it up. Let's make Thursdays high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of these these bad product games and putting uh, – it's just – yeah, it's not good. It's All not right, good. Jerry, your, your team has a big game this weekend uh, at Indy. Yeah, it's must-see TV. I mean, both teams coming off the bye. The Pats are underdogs plus two craziness. I mean, we own the Colts just like Brady. So, uh, you know, I think it's going to be good. The Colts are going to try and keep the ball on the ground with JT. I mean, he's having, you know, one of the best running back seasons like Derrick Henry did a couple years ago, or two years ago. Um, Mac Jones is going to throw it a lot more than he did against Buffalo. Very excited for him to be in the dome, spread it out. And, uh, you know, the bye week, I usually say, comes at a good time. Came really late for the Pats, but now they know who they are. They're going to rely on their defense. They're going to stay within their system on offense. Uh, Damien will hopefully be healthy and, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a slugfest, a real dual out kind of game. I expect it to be close. Yeah. I I've been looking forward to this game for a few weeks now. Like 
I, I never thought Buffalo was that good, and that was just a wacky game up there. Uh, do you guys play the week? Uh, Tennessee, like yeah, but Tennessee had nobody, game. so like yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want to see like. Well, we did beat the Chargers. The Chargers was a good game. Uh, yep, close game. Um. So yeah, I want to see the Pats against a team that I think is playing good football. I think you guys have a good shot. Um, I think that whoever gets up early first in this game, it's you know, it's a cliche thing to say, but like Matt Jones, Carson Wentz, I don't think you necessarily want those guys throwing the ball all around trying to come back against a strong you know, running the, game on the, the over-unders at 46, and like that one is a sneaky good under pick right there. It's gonna be a lot of running the football, a lot of time chewed up. Uh, I, yeah, I don't see that being a very high scoring. That could be like a 21, 17 game or a 20 to 21 game, something like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for that one. Uh, Green Bay, Baltimore, it's a pretty big game. Lamar apparently is going to play. Um, yeah, but like if Lamar's can't run as much as he, as he normally can, I, you know, I'm not that high on him as a thrower. So like if he's limited in his mobility, I, I mean, I don't see what the Packers having much of a problem, yeah. especially with Marlon Humphrey out now. Like, I mean, the Packers should Yeah, the, the Packers. Easily. The Packers are also banged up, though. The four of our starting offensive linemen are out, and their starting nose tackle, Kenny Clark, is out. So that might be an issue against the running uh, team of Baltimore. But I do think that with the, the Baltimore's secondary issues, mm-hmm. uh, that, that probably Rodgers and Devontae will just be too much. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I just don't see the Packers having that much of an issue. Um, and unless about, you want to talk about – yeah, by all means, hit on that, got, any of the games you want to, and then I'll get to my block and upsets because I'm good on these games. I got one more. Uh, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. It's an 11-point spread. What, what do you think about that one? About the spread? I think the Bucks will probably cover that. I mean, do you see A the Saints lot. hanging around? Do I mean the Saints? The last three times they've played the Bucks, have uh, won. Uh, the last four times they're three and four. They've dominated two of those games, and one sure. of those time one in the only game that they lost was in the playoffs. Jared Cook didn't fumble. The Saints probably would have won. True. So it seems like they, they do match fumbled. up well. Uh, but the Bucks were blowing out the Bills at one point. The Bills are much better than the Saints. The Bucs are at home. They're looking at Joe for the playoffs. They're looking to take that one seed. I just don't see this. I think the Bucs turn it on. Like, December, they're gelling. They're going for the repeat. I just don't see that. I don't see them messing around letting the Saints hang in this one. Yeah. I just think that that it's 10 points. What is it, 11 points? Right 11, now? yeah. I mean, it's big. It's, put- a, it's a game I might not bet on the spread, but I don't see the Bucs having a problem manhandling the Saints. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we get to our picks? Because that might be one of mine. <laughs> if as long as you're going money line, if you want to start that game, by all means, hit me with that one. Okay. Well, yeah. This is going to be my lock of the week. I, whenever I'm getting ten, ten and a half points on a mm-hmm. game, like, and I think that it could go either way. I feel like I got to jump on that. Like, I could easily see the Tampa Bay coming out playing pretty well, winning like, you know, twenty-seven, seventeen, and then I still get, you know, I win that bet. So uh, this has to be a blowout for Tampa Bay to, to cover. And like I said, New Orleans has played them well. New Orleans defense is playing, uh, has played them well. They just dominated uh, the Jets. I think Taysom Hill, they got Kamara back. 
Um, they're still, you know, they have an outside shot at the playoffs, not even outside. I mean, if they win this game, they're looking pretty good. So I think they're going to be fired up Sunday night football. Primetime games are always close. I mean, even with the bears you saw last week, like they came out ready to play, you know, yep. that game yep. is 10 AM on a Sunday. The bears are not going to come out playing like that. Like you come out in prime time, everyone's ready to go. I think that, I think that this will be a closer game than the spread is. So I'm going to take saints 10 and a half is my lock of the week. Jerry, what is your lock? So my lock is a game that's the exact opposite would never make the pod under any ordinary circumstance. This game is at 1 p.m., a snoozer. It's an AFC East matchup. It's the Jets and the Dolphins. You might think that I'm going with the Dolphins. They're hot. They won seven games. Two is clicking. He's back healthy. No, my lock of the week this week is the New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Zach Wilson, a bum. I hate him. All that. Listen, they're terrible. Jets are absolutely awful. They've only won a couple games this year. Um, But, 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 but. Miami exists to lose this game. They sniff expectations and they crumble. And I like the Jets before Jalen Waddle was out with COVID. Now Jalen Waddle is out with COVID just a couple of days before this. Uh, I, I think nine and a half is just way too much here. I think the Dolphins are getting too much credit. People are buying into the hype. Uh, hate this Dolphins matchup. The Jets, the Jets and the Dolphins have been playing the same game for 20 years as an avid AFC East watcher. They play the same game. It's going to come down to a field goal. I just don't see this game being 10 points. So that my lock of the week, New York Jets. Yeah, I like that. I mean, they're getting a good amount of points. This since when is Miami blowing out teams? Like that's what I'm know. saying. I mean, they're just not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh my upset of the week. I was so close to rolling with the Bengals again. I think I've picked the Bengals at least three or four times on this pod. Yeah. Uh they're getting points in Denver. I feel like they're going to win that game, but uh, I just couldn't go back to the, back to the Bengals. The well. so, <laughs> they burned you too yeah. many times. They did. So I, I've decided to, to take Pittsburgh money line. Uh, I think it was their fit or they were two point uh, underdogs when I. Yeah. Line uh, shifted to this. one, but they are still an underdog. We'll count it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, Tennessee isn't that good. Pittsburgh needs this game way more than Tennessee. And uh, I feel like Big Ben's got one last kind of, you know, hurrah playoff. Like, you know, they got to win this game. They need this game badly. So I think Tomlin, Big Ben will get the troops fired up. I think they'll come out. I think they'll, they'll, they'll keep their hopes alive and probably win this game. And then, uh, yeah, you. I don't. I don't think that the Steelers are great by any means, but uh, yeah. they've got a shot at home. Like Big Ben's last. I, uh, like, I don't want anything to do with that game. It's just. I. I don't want to watch that game. It's just going to be a weird back and forth that's like sloppy. I feel like. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's not. It's not a bad pick for the upset. Cause, like, I don't trust Tennessee. So I'm with you there. I just don't like those two teams matching up and the spread yeah. and all everything about that game. Stay away from me. Pittsburgh at home after playing on Thursday night, they got a few sure. extra days. Um, so yeah, I, I I feel relatively confident that Pittsburgh's going to be in that game. So but, but, my upset of the week is the team that you're staying away from, the team that everyone was dick riding last week, the Cincinnati Bengals, and here's why. The Bengals do this thing where they get expectations. Everyone's on them. Like, this is the week they're going to win, like establish themselves. 
Uh, then they lost to the Jets, and then it happened again. And they lost last week to the Chargers after almost clawing back, and Joe Burrow's a little bit hurt. The Broncos, meanwhile, are coming off a win against the Panthers, who we know aren't that good. Um, and the Bengals are going in there with less expectation. They're on the road. I, the Broncos either show up or, you know, kind of shut out. And I, they showed up last week, and I don't really trust the Broncos to keep that rolling. I think the Bengals turned around. They have too much talent not to. And so I'm going with the Bengals plus two and a half is my upset of the week. It's not going to be a huge payout for you, but uh, you know, I don't see many other upsets that I really like going into uh, this week. There's some big point spreads. So, you know, and, and I didn't want to keep rolling with my pats. Eventually maybe not, maybe they won't lose again. Maybe they'll run the table with the Super Bowl, but uh, they're going to lose. This might be the week. So I'm going with the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. I famously called the Bengals a top 10 team. Uh, <laughs> And, and since then they've they've had their ups and downs but uh so last fun yeah. game before we get to the nba uh who do you think is coming out of the afc north that division is really up for grabs going into week 15 here so i i've looked at this i've kind of honoring i think i you know i want to go with the Bengals because they, they <laughs> me are, too <laughs> they're well they're three and one in the division yeah. uh the ravens are one and three uh, the Browns have just COVID and quarterback issues. And just, yeah, yeah. He's hurt. Andy the Ravens COVID. are banged up. The Steelers' yeah, bed's washed. So I, I feel like it's between the Ravens and the Bengals, and the Bengals already beat the Ravens. Uh, where was that? That game was in Baltimore, and they crushed them. So, yeah. uh, But the thing is, the Bengals, I mean, they don't have a – impossible schedule but they get at broncos home against ravens home against chiefs at browns so like they could easily go three and one they could easily like none of those games are easy though they could easily go oh and four um so i was thinking before you know they had chargers at home niners at home at denver they needed to win at least one they've lost two already (laughs) uh so it's they need this game uh the ravens are a game up, but they don't have the tiebreaker. Um, but the Ravens still have to play the Packers, the Rams, the Bengals, and the Steelers. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think you kind of got to trust Harbaugh just over anyone in this situation. But I want to say the Bengals, but I think in my head's going to say the Ravens. No, I'm, I'm with you 100% there on on everything you just said. I don't, I don't even think I can add anything like more to that to that logic there. So uh... – I'm ready to transition over to the NBA and after a uh, record-setting performance by your boy, Steph Curry. And this time, he is your boy. <laughs> yep, the Warriors are back. Uh, best team in the NBA right now. About to get Klay Thompson back. So I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, they made some great moves this offseason. Uh, the rookies are starting to play good. a little more. Yeah, yeah. Kaminga's going to be a stud. Yeah. Uh, so I'm feeling pretty good. My Bucks are also playing really well uh, with Holiday, Giannis, and Milton on the court. They're pretty much one of the best two or three teams. So yeah, um, yeah. But Jerry, I'm I'm looking down to number ten seed in the East, and I see your Boston Celtics. Oh, we're jumping all the way there already. Jeez, yeah, we're. Uh, I was trying to avoid that today. We're yeah, uh, we're not doing so hot. Um, yeah, and it's the old. We're not doing so hot, but we're, yeah, we're just not doing so hot this time around. I mean, uh, we're a little bit underperforming. I don't think the roster is that great, top to bottom. Tatum's trying to carry the load. 
Jalen Brown's been out for like half the season, but he's back now. Um, there's some rumors flowing around. We might trade Shooter, which is fine. I mean, we just don't have the pieces to really compete. We're just going to – it's just going to be a frustrating season again. It just – it is. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys need a – you guys need – We need to shake like things a, up. You need a guard who can like – like if you're not going to win today's NBA <laughs> with, with Marcus Smart, Dennis Schroeder – Hey, Dude, we need picture. to package Schroeder, Smart, and Horford for like a top player. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, ridiculous. good luck with that. <laughs> I don't know who's taking that. We're not getting Dame for those three. <laughs> no, not probably. Maybe not. Maybe Dude, if we are, okay, hear me, hear me out for a second. If we somehow like swung a trade where we got the, and it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. But if we somehow had Dame with a pairing of Tatum and Brown, oh my god, it'd be unstoppable. Yeah, you'd be the third best team in the East. <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> yeah but uh what what do you make of the uh like if you had to give a finals predict- prediction right now who would you pick yeah i'm going uh right now warriors and i've said that in the western conference and i'm giving the slight edge as of right now december before the christmas day games to the nets because kevin durant is playing out of his mind and the bucks just won the championship. I think the Nets have that hunger. James Harden hasn't won it. And there's something that being hungry for winning your first championship. The Bucks now obviously don't have. So uh, right now I'm giving the edge to the Nets. And it's an easy stance. They're in the one seed over the two seed. It's a very easy stance. But, yeah, that's where I'm I'm going for now. And now that Kyrie's yeah. off the team, I can root for him a little bit more. <laughs> so. You know, KD was playing pretty well last year too when the Bucks won. So I think I mean the Bucks beat the Nets. Or sorry, the Nets beat the Bucks. I mean, KD hit the shot. It's just big ass toe was on the line. He hit the three pointer to beat you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll forget. It was on his foot was on the line. It was. It was. It was. But oh, you can't tell me the Bucks last year were better than the Nets without Kyrie. So I I give the edge to the Nets. Uh, I mean, they were with. If Kyrie, the Nets are better, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I also like the Bucks. I think are also better this year. Like I think they are. The threes learning to play together, play together better. They're getting back Dante Divincenzo, and they have Grayson Allen now. Yeah, um, they're going to be good. So, they're going to be better. I so, agree with you. So, is your pick coming out of the uh, out of the uh, two conferences, the Warriors and the Bucks, your two teams? I think so. I think I got it. <laughs> Dude, so mean, okay, tell me right now. Are you rooting for the Dubs in the finals? If that were to happen, you gotta stake your claim now. I think. I, way you're I going. think. Yeah, I got it. If this happened last year, I probably would have rooted for the Bucks. But now I got. I'm gonna be rooting for the Warriors. Yeah, I don't. Just the Bucks. I don't ever have that issue where I have to root for one team in one situation or one in the other. It's always just the Boston teams every time, <laughs> which is I obnoxious mean, for people. But you know, not I don't really have an conflict. issue though. Uh, we'll see if it happens. I mean, even the odds of it happening, it looked like it was going to happen a few years ago, and the Bucks yeah. lost to the Raptors. So, uh, yeah, they yeah. choked. But it would be pretty cool for the Warriors to get another championship. I don't think the NBA media would hear the end of that one. Draymond would be on dude, his high horse the, for for a oh, few dude, years. Draymond <laughs> is so noxious. He's good. He, I don't. I don't like the people that say he's overrated. He's obviously a very crucial part of that team. Great defender, great facilitator. People who don't appreciate him are just not watching basketball. Like, I don't yeah, know what they're watching. <laughs> so definitely, yeah. I I love that take out of you. Like, I knew you would, but like, if you legitimately watch Draymond play defense, it's it's like awing. Like, it's 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 very the Warriors have basketball. the best defense in the NBA this year. 
and they're starting yeah. Stephen Curry and Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. Dude, they're doing it without Clay. And that, and and on the broadcast, Reggie Miller was talking about how Jordan Poole is going against uh, the starters now, like for all this season. And so he's going to be coming off the bench when Clay comes back, and he's going to be cooking those dudes. Like the dubs are the crazy part is the dubs are in the driver's seat right now without Clay Thompson, with James Wiseman out, with a like. Dude, yeah. you got some Kaminga young bucks still... big minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, How could you not say the Dubs are the favorites? The only problem for the Warriors is it's just going to be when they get health. in crunch time. Uh, yeah, whole health definitely. But when they get in crunch time against a team like Phoenix or a team like the Nets or the Bucks, like, like, and everyone just has all their attention on Steph Curry, like. Yeah, those other teams like the Bucks have Middleton and Holiday and Giannis. The Nets have Harden and probably maybe Kyrie if he comes back. And the yeah. Suns have Booker and Paul. And like the Warriors have Steph, and they need like they're gonna need Clay or like Wiggins. Wiggins to, like, though, Wh- yeah, Wiggins. I still don't. He has been a lot better. I'll give you that, but I still don't trust him when the moment shines the brightest. Exactly. So. You need. They're gonna need to do something about the last, you know, four minute scoring. But they're. I don't think you do elite. though, because if you run it through Steph, a little bit of pick and roll, or or give and run a little bit of the triangle offense where Steph gives it off and then dips out to the corner. I mean, you know, Steph doesn't stop running like when he's on offense without the ball. So I'm not really worried about that. If you can find a way to get it in Steph's hands, like if he's double teamed, he'll make the right play. I'm not worried about their offense in the last four minutes. Yeah. I, I'm a little bit worried. It's just sometimes they just get way too three happy and it's just Steph taking yes. these hard step yes. backs. And it's just yes. like, ah, oh, this is not what we should be doing. Uh, but I mean, they're in a very good position. But they're starting five. Okay, so like crunch time starting five is going to be Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, and then Wiseman? Uh, definitely not Wiseman, I don't think. I think Wiseman's so got Dre. a pretty long way to go. I think it'll be uh, either Cool if he's playing well, yep. Iguodala. Uh, Playoff Iggy. <laughs> he started the season off really well. I mean, he's just yeah. such a smart defender, and he's a good passer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe him uh, – Kaminga is the X factor because sometimes he looks like he is going to be Kawhi Leonard, and then sometimes he just doesn't play. So he's I mean, an X yeah, factor. it's his rookie year. He'll, he's still got a long way to go. Um, if the other team has a big that's really good, they'll probably uh, put in Kavon Looney. Um, and then Otto Porter is a really good three point shooter, so maybe him, but uh. Maybe so no trade. definitive answer on the five. It'll rotate depending on matchup. I love the, uh, the uh, somehow you got out of that answer with the definitive crunch time I five, think, but it's a good answer. I think it'll probably be Andre Iguodala. Pro- yeah. like, Dude, but, that's like the Hamptons. It's, yeah, it's almost the Hamptons without KD. Yeah, but <laughs> Wiggins <laughs> for KD. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, it's kind of uh, like um, uh, Harrison Barnes, Wiggins. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. it works. It totally works. It does, but... Andre's a little older. Clay's coming off the injury. Draymond's not as good scoring. So, uh, yeah, we'll I mean, see. after 2015's championship, though, Draymond really fell off the scoring. So, uh, he had a magical yeah. run that year in the postseason. I like, I thought of him more as like a shooting power, not a shooting, like not a shooting power forward, but as a shooting power forward that can shoot a little bit. And now he just can't shoot. He's just brick city and a layup or a dunk. Yeah. He <laughs> so, just doesn't really shoot very much. No, no. Um, Which is fine. Okay. They don't need him to. Yeah. All right, Jerry. Well, 
for talking to you today. And uh, as always, check out our Instagram and check out uh, Tuesday Morning Blitz podcast starring Jackson Roberts. And I can see him uh, get on the golf course with him relatively soon. So That's good um, stuff. excited for that. Enjoy that. Check that podcast out. And for now, to do these sports is signing off, Mike.